Welcome to the LDN Radio Show, brought to you by the LDN Research Trust. I'm your host, Linda Elsigood. I have an exciting lineup of guest speakers who are LDN experts in their field. We will be discussing low-dose naltrexone and its many uses in autoimmune diseases, cancers, etc. Thank you for joining us. Today I'm joined by Romina from Canada, who's going to share with us her mother's cancer story. Thank you for joining us, Romina. Thank you, Linda, for giving me the opportunity. So could you tell us what happened to your mother? You know, what was the start? Um, So basically this was in 2017, early 2017, when she was diagnosed with um, diffuse large B-cell lymphoma. And um, it was diagnosed at a very, very late stage, so stage four. And um, by that time, pretty much the doctors told us that, you know, there's very little to hope for and um, the prognosis is not good at all. Um, They also said that, you know, we're going to give her chemotherapy because, um, um, you know, we want to give it a shot. Um, But basically we were told to, um, you know, we were told that it wasn't a pretty good case. But anyways, um, so we did the chemotherapy and she seemed to be responding well to to it. But unfortunately, um, as soon as that ended, um, she had a relapse. And um, this time the cancer they found had traveled to her brain. So it had turned into secondary brain lymphoma which again we were told is is you know is terrible simply terrible and it's fatal so um the the only um solution they had was whole brain radiation and that also was i mean they said that you know that there's not much hope there um there's always um a, they said it, it's uh, it's almost always fatal but anyway so I was looking into alternative uh, methods of treatment also. I was looking into building up her strength and somebody we knew very well um, who himself had um, used low-dose naltrexone. Uh, we were very fortunate in that he was he got in touch with us and he advised us to use low-dose naltrexone Um because he had um, himself, he had um, turned down uh, some um, some form of treatment and surgery. Um, he had um, a condition that I can't really remember, and he treated it with low-dose naltrexone. So um, we thought we would give it a shot. We At that time, we were very lucky. We managed to procure low-dose naltrexone. Um, I was in Pakistan at that time. We managed to procure it at that time um, from Pakistan. And um, I would make the solution as he had instructed me. Um, It was basically one tablet and 50 ml of water. And that we would give my mother about 4.5 ml a night. Um, So um, we, she was in very bad shape. Uh, She was like, I mean, the cancer was so debilitating that she was sleeping about 22 hours out of 24 hours in a day and she was extremely weak and um, I mean 
she was almost bloodless. She was very pale. But when uh, we started low dose naltrexone, it took time. Of course, it didn't work overnight. Um, we we uh, we started it, and you know, it's been four years now, and we were told by the doctors that with secondary brain lymphoma, um, the you know. The, you almost certainly have a relapse within two to three months of the whole brain radiation, but that has not been the case. Um, and then they told us that, you know, if not that, then, you know, in, in some form or the other, she would not be able to, uh, she would be, she her brain would be damaged in some way. Um, but what we've seen with her is that she's, She's lucid. She's, um, she's. I mean, I can't say she's very active because the cancer has taken a toll on her body, but she's very much with us. Um, and she's, you know, she. There, there are things that she does for herself, like she, she'll dress herself. She, she can't walk very well, but she uses a walker. Um, and quite honestly, the only medicine that she's been on these past four years is low-dose naltrexone. I cannot really credit um, her survival to anything else because no doctor gave me any hope of her survival longer than perhaps six months at the most. One of the doctors we met, a um, radiation oncologist, he gave us at the most six months for her. It's been four years and I'm, you know, I'm just really grateful that we found low-dose naltrexone and what I, I wish that more people had access to it. I wish it wasn't something that was so hard to come by because now, you know, in Pakistan, we no longer get low-dose naltrexone. So it's, it's uh, and even like in Canada, it's like a prescription drug and you can't, um, you know, it, it's very difficult to, to get it. So I just wish that most more people would know about it and more people would be, willing to use it because I sincerely believe that my mother's survival um, at the moment is only dependent upon this medicine. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. Did your mother alter her diet at all or start a um, supplement regime? Excuse me? I'm sorry, could you repeat that? Yes. Did your mother change her diet in any way? with what she was eating? Yes, she did change her diet. She did change her diet. Um, for instance, we got rid of refined sugar completely. And um, I mean, she eats almost everything. Um, but again, it's more fruits, vegetables, and, you know, organic meat that we give her. Um, we try to keep her away from fast food as much as possible, refined, refined flour, refined sugar, um, things like that. So, yeah, we've changed it in that respect, but otherwise she's eating almost everything. Mm -hmm. And did she start taking any supplements? Any supplements? Mm -hmm. um, she she does take, she did take multivitamins. Um, she took multivitamins. I believe she still takes them. And at the same time, she also took uh, Moringa capsules. Moringa and some turmeric. She took these two also. Mm -hmm. 
And how is she with her sleeping? Is she sleeping okay? She's sleeping perfectly fine. I mean, um, that was uh, after, you know, the initial stages after um, she was diagnosed with brain lymphoma, that was terrifying because she was sleeping 22 hours a day. Um, and even the two hours that she was awake, she was very, very groggy. And um, it was just a struggle to get her to eat anything or to even keep her eyes open. But now she's doing much better. I mean, I'm not going to say she's 100% because she's not. The cancer was too widespread and it took a terrible toll on her body. Um, but she's, um, you know, under the circumstances, she's doing fine. She's, you know, she's um, she watches her favorite programs on the television. She'll read. She... Um, you know, she, she, she'll talk to family and friends and, I mean, she'll even get into arguments. So <laughs> it's, she's, and w with a walker, she can walk. She makes an effort to walk every day and she'll take herself to the bathroom. She'll give herself a bath. Of course, she's much slower than she was, um, but, you know, she's doing it. And, and at the moment, the only thing she's on is low-dose naltrexone. Mm-hmm. May I ask how old she is? Excuse me? How old is your mother? My mother was 65 when she was diagnosed. Okay. Um, yeah, and she is, at the moment, she's 69. She will turn 69 next year. Mm -hmm. So she's yeah. not very old. So she's not very old. And that, and she was very, very active um, previously so mm -hmm. so this is a, a big change for her yeah yes well, but we're very grateful yes and, and it's really good that with her walker she's able to move around because it's important for your heart isn't it that you exercise yes. absolutely absolutely mm -hmm. yeah wonderful so yes continue no i i just um you know i've tried um to, um, to I, I wish I could suggest to more people that they should use this this medicine. I had this lovely friend whose whose daughter recently passed away of this terrible terrible um, disease. I don't know people. I, I you know it's not very mainstream and mainstream doctors don't really recommend it, so people get scared of it. But I just wish more people knew about it. Mm -hmm. Well. I, I honestly believe it would help people. It would help people suffering. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm sure that sharing your mother's story will be very inspirational for other people. But you you are right. Um, people that are diagnosed with cancer are scared and frightened. And if it's something that their own doctor hasn't told them about, of course they're going to be yeah. wary, aren't they? They're going to be very wary, and um, but I think I, I hope that by sharing what what my mother story, because my mother was given absolutely no chance by the doc, any doctor, any doctor we spoke to, they said you know it's just too widespread. She's at the last stage of stage four, and you know nobody was giving initially when she was diagnosed. They were give, they were giving her only a few weeks, and then once she relapsed, they they said six months at the most. You know, it's not, it's not hopeless. And I wish 
I wish, I hope people are inspired to look for other means of, of treatment also. And, you know, the thing that shocked me the most was when, um, when my mother's doctor told us, you know, she's free to eat anything, even junk food. I, I, that was what shocked me a little because, you know, junk food is something I wouldn't, I wouldn't prescribe myself and I'm not sick. Um, so I just wish that people would, they would, you know, um, not, they, they would not be scared about exploring other options. Mm-hmm. And it's so important what you eat. Um, and as you were saying that you had eliminate, eliminated the sugar from your mother's diet, cancer feeds on sugar. So, you know, yeah. you did absolutely right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But um, again, it was very hard to find any support for that. It was extremely hard Mm -hmm. because the doctors were, um, they were dead set against that. They said there's absolutely no logic to that and she should eat whatever she wants. So it was very, very hard. And it's still hard because a lot of people don't believe that, you know, low-dose naltrexone is doing anything, but then they don't have an explanation because, you know, modern science said, well, she shouldn't be alive, right? Um, You know, contemporary medicine, contemporary doctors all said, well, you know, she shouldn't be alive. She should be gone within six months. So I just wish that it's very important to listen to your doctors. I'm not saying that it's not. It's very important to listen to them. But at the same time, I wish people would explore other options also because, you know, science is ever evolving and we're, you know, and I, I found it only to, to benefit me. Mm-hmm. You were saying trying, that, trying you, new things. Mm, that your mother tries not to eat junk food. So in Pakistan, is junk food a big thing there? Like it is everywhere else? Um, yeah, I mean, yes, it is becoming a big thing, unfortunately. Um, you know, it's just convenient. It's fast food. So it is becoming a big thing. And although my mother, I mean, you know, we, we've always tried to eat healthy. She's always been very fond of fruits and vegetables. But yes, of late, she, she had started um, taking a lot more sugary stuff. I don't know if I can attribute her disease to that. Mm-hmm that that is the cause but certainly her lifestyle um her eating habits were not as healthy as they had used as they once were and um we cleaned all of that up once she fell sick i mean we i've cleaned that up for myself also for my children also so it's not as if i've just cleaned up for her um but I, i do think that everything is connected like you know if you give um if you give moringa and you give low dose naltrexone and you give all these wonderful um, these wonderful treatments that um, you know alternative medicine has to offer, but at the same time, if you don't clean up your diet, I I think that won't help too much. I think it's like an entire package, and uh, you know you have to um, you have to just do everything um, in the proper manner. Mm-hmm. Well, all I can say is thank you so much for having shared with us today. 
thank you so much for giving me the opportunity. And I hope, I hope that somebody, if anybody's suffering and they hear my mother's story, I hope they get inspired to try something else also, to explore other options. Thank you. Any questions or comments you may have, please email me, linda, L-I-N-D-A, at ldnrt.org. I look forward to hearing from you. Thank you for joining us today. We really appreciated your company. Until next time, stay safe and keep well. Okay, thank you very much. Any questions or comments you may have, please email me, linda, L-I-N-D-A, at ldnrt.org. I look forward to hearing from you. Thank you for joining us today. We really appreciated your company. Until next time, stay safe and keep well.